25% of women go back to work three weeks um, after having a child. I mean, ridiculous. That's crazy. Uh, so you're really set up to fail in that way. More and more legislation on the federal, state, and even local level started to be passed where there was now a compliance issue for businesses and employers, which made the business case for us to go out and say, hey, now this is the law. Here is an easy to apply solution. You don't have to hire a contractor. You don't have to build a room. Um, you can be in compliance by um, applying our solution for a lactation space. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. This is your host, Blessing Adeshio, founder and CEO of Mother Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. I'm your podcast manager, Kristen Baffo, and with us today is our founder and CEO of Mother Honestly, Blessing Adisian. And our special guest today is Sasha Mayer, the co-founder and CEO of Mama Va. Welcome. Thank you. Hello, Sasha. Nice to nice to meet you over over the phone. I mean, this I've been I've been on your website, I have been on your Facebook, Instagram, and I am just in I I am amazed by how much you and your co-founder have been able to do in the last couple of years. Um, so tell us a little bit about you, how this um, idea came along of Mamavar and you know what you guys are currently um, offering moms across the, the country and beyond. Sure. Thanks for having me. We are at Mamavar, mission is to really make breastfeeding a realistic choice for moms. And it came about because with Christine and my own experience, we wanted to breastfeed, but we had to return to work relatively soon after having our babies. And when we were out and about, we didn't have a comfortable place to use a breast pump. Usually the default location was a bathroom stall, which as you know, you can- (laughs) I have have been in those situations. So basically, you're preparing food for an infant in a place where the design is for the exact opposite function. Absolutely. We worked for a design studio. We set off to solve the problem, and the idea was that we could create a freestanding lactation suite or pod that would be designed for pumping or breastfeeding that would be easy for facilities like airports and stadiums to place and also have a consideration for the mom's comfort, whether that be pumping. Sometimes our sweets are, are also used for breastfeeding. You know, sometimes moms are just needing a place to sit away from, um, you know, heavy traffic in a, in a, in a public facility. Correct. Or maybe to be with a baby and then contain um, another child, an older child who might be harder to settle down if you're um, – 
out in the open. So that's really where it came from, trying to solve a problem through design. And, and I think that's that's amazing. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an engineer by trade, so I'm all about you know creating solutions and problem solving, and I can definitely relate. And I think what I can even relate more to is the fact that you know in my previous life, I, I used to be a global consultant, and I travel around the world, um, you know, across Europe, Middle East, and Asia, and I you know always find myself right in in um, in airports and um, and you know on the go, constantly on the go, and it's it's amazing how very quickly you realize that there is just no um, no facility and no resources for mothers um, to, you know, that we can use in, in, in those type of situations. Um, recently, my husband and I and the kids, we went to Australia and, um, you know, my son is still breastfeeding and, you know, we flew back, we flew into, Los An- into San Francisco and um, I'm not sure, I, I couldn't find you guys, but... Um, I, I wanted to breastfeed my my son, and we literally just had to find a little corner, and my husband was, like, holding the blankets, and, you know, <laughs> it was quite the scene. And, you know, we also tried looking for, you know, some kind of, like, baby food because he wanted to, we wanted to give him some more snacks, right? He's already 14 months, so we couldn't find any of those things. Um, and I just remember telling my husband, I'm like, I don't understand. I, 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 I Like, there should be a solution for this. And so when you guys came on our radar I was like we have to talk to them <laughs> so, so 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 that we actually do have just I think maybe this week put a unit in San Francisco <laughs> for next time around they do have some rooms which we always um support obviously they do have rooms that are designated lactation um, rooms and you can find those using our mobile app so the mobile app has both our units and about 3,000 other public lactation rooms um, as a way to connect moms um, like yourself who may, may be in a new, um, a new airport, in a new area, and say, oh, gosh, I need to do this. And the mobile app should help you find those spaces. And, and that's amazing. And, and, and you said there are about 3,000 um, lactation rooms in that mobile app, and it's spread across the country. And you should, you know, hopefully be able to find something close to you um, when you're on the go. I think that's that's truly impressive and, and the work and the yeah. effort that you guys must have put into that. By the way, it's moms like you who have helped us, you know, crowdsource those rooms. Okay. So we um, obviously do a, a bunch of research, and then we vet. Like we, none of the rooms on the on the app are um, restrooms or family rooms. They're they're true lactation rooms, but we have um, relied on um, our network of moms to actually. Um, nominate rooms, then we we check them, and then if they pass our standards, they actually go on the app. And and moms in general have been just the driving force behind uh, what we call the Mama Va movement, in that they um, are demanding better accommodations, and they're speaking out, and they're using social media to push this issue. Um, which has been so rewarding um, and inspiring for us as, as we've, um, you know, tried to actually build the business around it. 
and and that's that's amazing that women are able to be part of this right it's not just a a one-sided solution it's a giant solution people it's a shared solution and and people are able to to contribute that way i think that's impressive so um other than you know how how easy was it to start this i mean it looks like you you had a design background right and so you were able to very quickly um, map out a solution but how how were you able to you know kind of align everything else you know starting a business you know as a mom can you walk us through that a little bit sure well let's put it this way my youngest child is 13 and we've really only been running this business for three years so um you know it is definitely not an overnight success uh it was like all ideas it took time to incubate but what really happened was I had the, or the idea when my baby was obviously still breastfeeding, I was experiencing it. But what happened was that more and more legislation on the federal, state, and even local level started to be passed where there was now a compliance issue for businesses and employers, which made the business case for us to go out and say, hey, now this is the law here is an easy to apply solution. You don't have to hire a contractor. You don't have to build a room. Um, you can be in compliance by um, applying our solution for a lactation space. So part of that uh, is, I think, a wonderful story in that, you know, so often we hear that maybe government isn't really serving populations, but in this case, it truly propelled us into um, into the um, the opportunity, but it took a while. So uh, you know that legislation did not exist when I was breastfeeding my kids, and it's um, you know recently in San Francisco in the last basically year, uh, um, laws have been um, passed that you have as any employer have to provide lactation space. Similar laws are happening in New York City as well. And there is um, a, a federal legislation that mandates if you have more than 50 non-exempt employees, you have to provide lactation space Correct. on break time. So right. that um, that's that's a bit of the story there. And um, you know, like anything, we uh, employed our network. But, you know, the best thing you can do is to share your ideas, ask for help, um, and slowly you'll be able to kind of fuel your business um, in that way. It's kind of like a hurricane that gets more uh, weather that comes into it and makes it stronger. Absolutely. (laughs) That's really a a bit of of how we, you know – the overnight success in, in six years or whatever it has been. <laughs> and, and and so let, let, let's kind of um, dial back a little bit because, um, you know, I'm thinking, especially with so much, you know, I don't know if it's so much pressure. I, I remember when I had my daughter 10 years ago, there really wasn't a big push for breastfeeding, right? Um, and I remember the, the nurse just basically bringing in the formula immediately. And, um, you know, of course, my milk wasn't coming in. So she just stuck the, 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 the formula in the kid's mouth. 
And um, and fast forward 10 years later with my son, you know, there's this, oh, you know, like, let's make sure, let's, you know, massage the breast, let's wait for the colostrum. And, and, and you know, we, we were able to breastfeed right away. My son really didn't need a formula. And um, going home, and I, I mean, I kind of like to think of myself as, you know, you know, I, I mean, I don't like to think of myself that way, but I am a, a woman of means, right? So I am able to breastfeed and, and, and take maternity leave and do all these different things. And now I'm putting myself in, you know, back in 10 years ago when I was broke and, and didn't really have anything. Um, and you know, I couldn't breastfeed for long. My daughter, I couldn't because I just didn't have access to, you know, that kind of luxury of having this maternity leave and, and being able to, you know, walk from home sometimes. And so my, my, my um, what do you call it now? I'm I'm, losing, I'm pregnant, so I'm losing my brain apparently. Um, so, <laughs> so my my milk started declining, right? So, yep. so I guess the question I have for you is, how are you guys, um, you know, kind of thinking about, you know, and I think I I may have caught a glimpse of this on your website on on you know the the working mothers and those moms that are lower income and they're trying to kind of balance, you know, pumping at work, you know, if I'm if I'm a if I'm a waitress or, or I'm a, you know, I work at McDonald's, how, like, what is, what have you guys found in terms of, you know, access to um, being able to breastfeed depending on the, um, what do you want to say now, uh, like depending on the industry level. and your income level? Right. So that is very much part of the mission we're trying to solve because, as you suggest, all women are getting the message from um, their physicians and from culture that, you know, breastfeeding is best. And they see celebrities like, you know, Beyonce um, being able to breastfeed and and aspire to that and know about the, the health benefits for both baby and maternal health outcomes but how demoralizing if it cannot be a reality because of the dynamics um, in your workplace, right? And we know that 25% of women go back to work for three weeks um, after having a child. I mean, ridiculous. Crazy. Uh, so you're really set up to fail in that way. By developing this infrastructure, um, you know, now most of those women are, are covered within the Fair Labor Standards Act that if they should assert their expectation that they want to breastfeed, that they must be given the break time, not necessarily paid, um, and um, a space to pump that isn't a bathroom. But part of what we think we're doing is by establishing this infrastructure, it's sort of telegraphing. Breastfeeding happens. It should be supported. So our audiences are, number one, obviously the mom, her comfort, um, being there for her. The second is the actual true customer who has to place and buy our units, which is the facility. Obviously, those are often demographically very different types of people. <laughs> Generally, the facility manager is a man <laughs> and um, is contemplating different issues than, than the mom. But the third um, audience that we contemplate is the culture itself. By actually having these business put a lactation room in, put a mama val pod in, they're communicating to their employees that this is important, that actually it helps with retention of employees. It helps with um, costs as far as um, health outcomes 
that in the end um, are something that the employer will have to pay for if they have a less healthy population. So um, we hope that, like, because we've created some this design infrastructure, um, it's a conversation that's easier for those women who have less autonomy in their jobs to have. They can point to it as an easy solve if there isn't a lactation room in the business they work for. Um, and it's very much part of our mission, especially for that demographic, which maybe is less empowered in the workplace. Correct. And and I, I think absolutely, um, I have a friend, um, always a chief financial officer for, for a company, and, um, you know, they've been talking about bringing in um, a breastfeeding unit and, of course, um, you know, male or men on the team are pointing to some kind of makeshift storage room, and um, and she was like, no, 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 um, <laughs> and <laughs> so you know, I, I think of course this is if they can come to a solution, right? Um, th- this is one of those solutions that could potentially help in solving that problem. And I and, and I guess one one question I have for you, Sasha, is I mean, other beyond the Mamava unit, do you guys get involved? with designing um, a workplace solution, a breastfeeding solution for the workplace that is not, you know, necessarily portable um, solution, but more of an integrated solution? Yeah, so we know that um, uh, actually customers have come to us and they sometimes it's actually um, needing a solve for, like, we have a room in this building, can you help us furnish it? Or, and, but in the factory floor, we need to put a pod in. So it's not always just the same application you're solving for. So we have a product which is a more of a furnishing solution. We call it the Mamava Mini. And that would be a situation, that would be, you know, if you don't know how to furnish a room, you could place two or three or four of these units into a single room and accommodate, if you have space in that room, and accommodate multiple moms. Um, we've also applied, um, our, our units um, come with a smart lock, which actually enables the mobile app to open the unit. It's, it's all still free to use, but it helps us manage access, um, both in public and private facilities. Um, so we can identify number of uses during the day, um, it creates a little bit of friction, so not anybody would go in there and, let's say, you know, charge a cell phone in an airport or something or, you know, abuse the space. Use it for something else. Yeah. So we um, have consulted on that and are starting to put some of those um, smart locks on actual rooms. Um, and the other thing that we do is help some of our customers with their um, lactation policy. So, oh, you have a mom coming back to work. Here's the law. Here's what you should. Uh, here's the package you should give her when she comes back. Here is. Um, we're now uh, offering a um, hospital grade pump through our partner Medela. So, you in private businesses, they often want to actually have the pump in the lactation rooms or in the pod, and then the moms just need to bring in her kind of kit of parts. So she doesn't have to be. Um, schlepping back and forth her pump from home, she can have a pump at home, and then she can use the one in the lactation room at her business. So That's amazing. Um, I had yeah. to buy two pumps, so yeah. um, right. that's definitely a cost-saving solution also for moms. Yeah, and it's a, um, 
and it's a benefit. Once again, we know that um, keeping employees is, is important at every level, and um, trying to replace after a mom, you know, decides to leave because she doesn't have the support at work um, is way more expensive to lose an employee, you know, than to provide these um, accommodations. Absolutely. So, um, Sasha, let me ask you um, a, a, a very um, different different question. Um, yeah. When 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 moms make use of this facility, and what have you what have you seen? What have you heard as far as you know? Just feedback on how well they love it, and um, you know, and how how is it different for them in their experience, right? As a working mom, are they appreciative of the company providing that? Um, and and are they are they are they um, coming back to you guys and asking for more features? Um, what have you seen in terms of you know, the usage and, and the experience? Yeah, so um, positively in public spaces like stadiums and airports, we hear words like, it was an oasis in the desert. <laughs> um, uh, I think the use case is different uh, in terms of the context, right? So those spaces are, are designed really efficiently, the materials are easy to, to clean and take care of. Um, there's a mirror, obviously, in there. There's a place for you to uh, plug in your pump, but also um, charge your cell phone. And um, our units, obviously, are, are, are basically the same um, in private applications, but in those, because you have maybe the same mom using it multiple times a day, we actually hear that those um, moms are, we call them, they're modding their pod. They're, they're put, adding pillows, they're putting pictures of their babies, they're um, uh, sort of um, detailing it out as they um, should, should wish because it's something that is in a, you know, an employee space and they can do that, which is really, really fun, just that difference. In general, what we hear from moms is that for the first time, they feel like they've been seen, right? Mm. So you, you know, in my era of breastfeeding um, 13 years ago, you were always kind of hiding it. And I'm not a shy person, but you sort of had that breast pump and you made an excuse to leave, you know, your desk to go and pump or to take a break while you were traveling with colleagues, like I'm going to be in the bathroom for a while. And um, now um, the design of our units, sort of the joyous nature of how we talk about it, the smiley breast logo or the happy breast logo that we use is, is you know, making moms feel seen. And one of the really cool things we've seen in um, public locations is that moms have left notes for each other. So oh, that is nice. <laughs> And they stick them up around the mirror, and it'll be a mom like, "Well, I, I'm in this, I'm on this pod today. I'm away from my baby for the first time, but I'm so great. Um, you're doing a great job. For the next mom that uses, who uses this, um, you're, you know, essentially rooting them on. And I love, I love that. It's so heartwarming that they're kind of seeing each other too. So they're being seen by, by having this pieces of infrastructure that's there exactly for them and then that they're kind of acknowledging each other which is 
really beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, one last question for you, Sasha, before we go. Um, is so for example, we have a we have a summit coming up, Mother the Summit. It's coming up October 11th. We're expecting 500 moms. Um, last year we had 200 moms. Um, pretty much ambitious women that are you know looking to thrive in and beyond motherhood so question i have for you if we want to have a lactation room and we don't have a lactation room is mamavara a solution that we could potentially use um you know for do for that particular occasion like do you guys do any of those things where you rent out you know your your um your portables for events and, and things like that conferences because that's something that yeah. a lot of women go you know do now you know as far as personal development um goes yeah. and in my mind if we could have a mamava at, at the yeah. summit that would be amazing <laughs> yes definitely so um we actually because it's you know more complex to have the actual hard-bodied pod um, coming in and out for temporary use. We have an inflatable pod. So this is really fun. You can see it on our website as well. Um, for exactly this reason, we wanted to be able to just pop up. And this is um, an inflatable pod that you can plug in in about a minute. It creates sort of like a little igloo. <laughs> and the mom goes into it, and it snaps shut, and then there are these clips, so nobody can get in if mom's already in there. And, All um, right. We need one at the summit. We need to talk <laughs> offline about Mamavar sponsoring this for Mother Honestly. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this would be great. I know. I'm looking at it online. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually sharing it on yeah. social media yeah. right now for all of our members, to, well, community on social media to see. Because, I mean, I, I feel like this is an amazing solution. We've been talking yeah. about, you know, nursing room and how we can, how, you know, how uh, we can because last year one of the feedback that we got was that our nursing room wasn't um you know we had so many people waiting um we also didn't it wasn't it wasn't as private because it was just you know a tandem right next to um uh, the uh, it, it, it was a complete disaster and I, I feel embarrassed um but you know we still had people use it and we we kept it you know very very um secluded um but th there was no door so people were just like rush like you know kind of you know coming in and out and somebody's in there and they're trying to hide it it, it was just complete um it was it, it was a it wasn't something that we're proud of so this year we're we're hoping that we can you know find a more more sustainable solution um that is that gives women the kind of experience that we want them to have um at our summit so this is this is an amazing i'm, I'm glad i i brought up that question because i didn't know you guys had a portable um inflatable um solution as well yep and oftentimes we'll put up multiples right one, two, three, four, Ooh. depending on. Okay. Our, All right. Yeah. We, we will connect with you offline. So, Kristen, will we'll definitely um, chat with you, and, and maybe you and I can connect and, and see how we can make this a solution for moms um, at the summit. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you for having us or thank you for coming. I mean, this is, again, it just reminds me of my breastfeeding days and I'm pregnant again. So it's definitely coming. It's around and, the corner. <laughs> and Kristen is pregnant yeah. as well. So we're Yay! definitely, um, <laughs> we are on the lactation train, <laughs> yep. if you will. And, and I'm just so proud that we have moms creating solutions like this. I think that's one of the best thing about my job when I, you know, when I reach out to women and moms that are creating and designing solutions that addresses the pain points of working mothers um, because to me we are the ones that can really solve our own problems um, you know we've seen so many businesses that are started by men and it's really just for the you know pure joy of financial gain and what we've seen that is different is when
when women um, actually create solutions for women, um, you know, you can immediately, you know, e- extract that value. And and just hearing you and the stories of women that are leaving the notes and and just really appreciative of of this kind of um, solution and service um, is a testament that you guys definitely um, solved that problem. And I and I'm sure you guys are continuously improving and continuously striving to bring the best experience to moms um, that are breastfeeding um, everywhere. So thank you so much, Sasha, for coming. Um, we really appreciate you. And we can't wait to have Mama at the summit. I think we need to connect with you um, one-on-one offline to kind of talk about that. But I-, I would love to have you guys, you know, even maybe come and tell us more about, you know, the, the solutions that you've created and-, and how, you know, moms can can even take this to the employee employers um, so that they can... Um, they can, um, you know, bring that solution to their workplace. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Share a story. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. 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 Thank you for tuning in to the Mother Honestly podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, we urge that you go on and rate, review, and subscribe to the Mother Honestly podcast. Also follow us on Instagram. Yes. And if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, you can reach out to me, the podcast manager, Kristen Baffo, at Kristen at MotherHonestly.com. I'm so excited we have our own email. It makes us feel legit. Well, see you guys when you rate, review, and subscribe to us. Thank you. Thank you.